from Mossad as well. Word. We are, oh, we are live. Word. Sorry, Alex, I didn't do the background music. I'm going to be honest. I didn't feel like it <laughs> just because it's, uh, it's pretty fucking cold here. I don't really want to do anything. The cold. Oh, there we yeah. are. The, the cold is yeah. making you, like, lazy. Oh, dude. Seriously. Um, welcome to another episode of Fan Fuel Motorsports. I am your interim host again. My name is Colton Cranmore. I'm joined by the front man for Left Turn Colt, the one and only Cody motherfucking Powers. Let's crack a lacking, buddy. Looking like... The first thing I said to you was you look like Oliver Tree with those damn glasses <laughs> on. Oh, no, 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 He might be one of, like, the most genuinely funny persons people alive. Oh, dude. I love, like, like his entire, like... Like, he's his whole shtick. Yeah, naturally fucking hilarious when he does his shit. Yeah, no, and, like, he could be a stand-up comedian, I think, and, like, have as much success with, like, oh, yeah. his character. Like, he could yeah. be, like, an... He's, like, an SNL skit, but in real life. Yeah, a walking SNL skit. That's a good... Good way of putting it. But, like, as an artist, dude, incredibly talented. Right. Like, I love his music. Do you – so we were talking about this at work the other day. So you know how, like, celebrities are running for president and shit, yeah. like, every every yeah. term? Um, if there was a comedian that ran for president, who would you vote for? A comedian that ran for president? Mm -hmm. Who do you think is a comedian would, would be the best fucking president? <sighs> so I could do, like, the uh... – the vanilla answer and be like Dave Chappelle. Um, right. So like, I saw the, I saw like, this. Wait, how am I like, is this like a true legitimate question where it's like, do, who do I think is like the most capable of hiring like a qualifying cabinet to like, am I taking this 100% seriously? You're gonna, or just for like the coolest? Would be the perfect blend of funny and serious. Okay. Okay. I would say, like, wouldn't just completely trash the fucking country, but yeah, you would yeah, have a great okay. time having him as a president. Yeah, because you could say, like, Larry the Cable Guy, like... Right. <laughs> you know. Yeah, like, if I just wanted laughs for years, I'd put, like, Daniel Tosh up there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> like, uh, Anthony Jeselnik would be my go-to guy. Um, I'm on an Andrew uh, Schultz kick right now. Schultz is cool. Yeah. I like yeah. Schultz. Um... Dude, this is a good one. Um, Donald think, Glover. Donald Glover's up there. I think that uh, Mark Normand would be a pretty damn good president. Adam Sandler. In all fairness, Adam Sandler. All right. I think that's I think that's the answer because that's a pretty damn good one. Yeah, because it's like Adam Sandler is funny. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah. Like the guy's naturally just funny, but. What he did with like uncut gems, dude can obviously like switch it and be serious. Right, yeah. He is like America's favorite cousin. Yeah. <laughs> like you you constantly pull for them. Sometimes they're a bit too much. And like, yeah. you know, you're excited for them but to like go back. You always have home. the best memories with them. Like childhood, <laughs> growing up, right? Yeah, dude, for me, like the salt, I think one of the movies that always will have like a just extra soft place in my heart is Waterboy. There's just something about Waterboy that I absolutely adore and worship. I wish we could still get movies like those early Happy Madison films, like oh, those man. kind of comedies. I'd, I'd, I'd long for like 2008 rom coms again. 
Ooh, yeah. Like just that era was banging. Yeah. Um, like I love you, years. man. I love you, man. Like to me, that is a top three like rom com of all time. Yeah. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Incredible. Saving Silverman. Yep. The breakup. Um. We could, we could do an episode about rom com. Yeah. Yeah. Zach and Miri make a porno. That is such a good movie. Yeah. That one is criminally underrated. Very. Juno? Juno's damn good. Um, you um, know what I watched for the first time a couple weeks ago was Borat. That's for the first time? First time ever. Really? Did you Never know what seen. you were getting into? Like, did you? No. No clue. Really? So yeah. did the did the marketing for Borat 2 not get to you? No. Dude, it was everywhere for me. Like, every aspect of my life. Um, he even ended up coming on and doing a stream with a with a streamer at, in really? like the Borat character. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Uh, do you know Dr. Lupo? I do not. Okay. He's like he was one of the big Fortnite guys. Now he's like the the Tarkov guy. But um he came on his stream as Borat to like promote the movie. Huh. That's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. But no, no, don't remember any of that. I don't remember, like, I remember hearing of it, but I've never, until a couple weeks ago, I'd never seen it. Pretty damn funny movie. What would you give it? On, like, 1 to 10? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, probably like a solid seven and a half, eight. Have maybe. you watched the second one yet? Have not watched the second one. Okay. The second one, you're not going to be, like, let down. Okay. Word. Um, it, like, it's genuinely a good sequel, in my opinion. I think it's incredible. Um, I'll have to check it out. But the original, like, it's just, you're never going to match an original, no matter what. Right, yeah. Like, the first one is, like, that's it. But um, the second one, yeah, yeah, you should be excited to watch that one. I think it's on Amazon. I'll have to check it out. I don't have Amazon, but I usually just rent it on YouTube. Yeah. Like, two ninety nine. yeah. That's actually what I did. So I didn't have cable or YouTube TV or anything last year. So for Christmas, uh, we wanted to watch the 24 Hours of Christmas Story, so I just rented it on YouTube for two ninety nine. And then replayed that some bitch every time I got to the credits. <laughs> Smart. Damn the system. <laughs> Smart. Um. So, do you um? Are you a sports guy? Do you watch? I am a no. I am a NASCAR okay. and baseball guy. Okay. I was gonna say. Apparently, YouTube TV is gonna be getting like the NFL Sunday ticket, which oh, is word. huge. Yeah. It's just like, how are they going to do it? Like, is the price going to go up? So on and so forth. But I was about to say, YouTube TV, if they do that, I think it becomes like the most attractive live TV service. Absolutely. I mean, of it, all the ones that I've used, it's my favorite. Just because of like the ease of access it has to it. I've always been biased with Hulu Live. That's the Hulu one that Live we've used. Yeah, I don't mind Hulu Live. Um, we only care about Ohio State in this household. Ew. Oh, hey. Hey, if you're watching, can you bring me some nicotine, Cheyenne? <laughs> I definitely forgot my pouches on the bar in the kitchen. So what what, what you doing down there in Tennessee, Cody? I haven't talked to you in a while. What am I doing? Yeah. Uh, How, how's, how's stuff going down there? Thanks. Man, uh, it has been – it's been a year. Um, no, but I just wrapped up with school, which is nice. Um, I got one more semester and then I'm done with it forever. Finger, I, will and I pass, you know, next semester. But, uh, 
working. Like word Christmas shopping. <laughs> it's cold. It's getting cold here. Yeah, so I am just living right now. What's the temperature there right now? So right now we are obviously we're well west of you or well east of you. So forty three. Which is it's still fairly cold for down there. Yeah. Well, we've been in like the the mid thirties, like throughout the day. Like it's getting here in the nighttime it's it's been warmer than it has in the day. Weird. Yeah. Really weird. Very. Um, but it's supposed to be getting super cold. You guys are supposed to get kind of the back end of this fucking cold squad we got going right now. I thought I saw like the wind chill was gonna be down to like fourteen below down there. Yeah. Um, where I live, they are calling for, uh, in between negative 10 to negative 20, um, depending on like your elevations, but we're supposed to be having wind gusts, which this isn't like anything for you. I'm sure for us, dude, this light will topple our houses, 30 to 50 mile per hour wind gusts. Like we have so many trees that like those fall on houses all the time from storms like these. Because every tree in the state of Tennessee is, like, taller than your house, guaranteed. Guaranteed, yeah. So, like, that that does get terrifying. Especially, like, you know, we're in the mountains, <laughs> so all there are trees around us. Right. Like, dude, my yard, there's, like, 15 trees in my yard. Yeah. And, like, it's just every one of them, if they fall. Could just smush the house, huh? There's one near my bedroom. And that's the one, like, every day I'm like, this thing's going to kill me one day. This motherfucker's going down. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> so. Well, yeah, damn. And, like, anything test. below 20 degrees here, like, kills us. We don't know how to how to act. We don't know, like, how to be warm. Oh, y'all just wait. I know. That's, I'm, like, so many people in this area, like, are genuinely going to die. And, like, it's awful. From the freeze, right. the bad structure, like the the bad infrastructure, um, right? You, like of, your houses aren't as well insulated as they are here. No, we don't have like very many under underground wires. Like we still have yeah. like street poles everywhere. Yeah. So. Yeah, that is one good thing about here is a lot of the shits underground, so yeah. we don't get we don't get power knocked out very often. It's like maybe once a year there will be a power outage, and it's usually just a really bad thunderstorm or something that's when it ices dude it's so bad here it's so bad yeah everybody loses power yep yeah and that's people shit on southerners for the way we react to like snowy weather but it's so much more than just us not knowing how to drive (laughs) like right we we like collectively lose our shit because it's it literally becomes like life and death yeah yeah, damn gauntlet outside your house. Yeah. <laughs> is this tree going to follow me? Is that power line going to snap? Am I going to get yeah. hit with an icicle? Is this old lady going to kill me because I need to buy, like, bread? Yeah. <laughs> like, am I, I going to get shot for the these uh, these this bread, these eggs, and all this milk I got? I can't wait to move down there. The south, to me, every time I'm down there and just talking to people who live there, it sounds like online grand theft auto all the fucking time (laughs) that's honestly it kind of is it just sounds ridiculous just with like more rule restraints and less guys with jets yeah yeah that's honestly fair um i feel like most of the crazier stuff definitely comes from florida 
Yeah. So the you, best thing about Florida I don't is, consider Florida a part of the South as a true Southerner. No, no. The best thing about Florida is that it's so close to the U.S. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like just it's an extra island attached. <laughs> yeah. It, it's like Diet Cuba. It's right. Yeah. Crazy. It's like they do give us like the best place to go on vacation so we can kind of deal with their shit a little bit more. Right. Like they know they have that leeway. Right. They can get away with a little bit more. Yeah, like we we have Disney. Like we own yeah. your <laughs> your entire media. Yeah, they got Disney and Daytona. Those are two damn good D's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, they also have a uh, Tom Brady. Yeah. If I mean, I'm not a football guy, so I didn't. Okay. Doesn't mean shit. Okay. Tom Brady's like sucking ass right now, and he lost I his family. That. It's the first time he's ever lost eight games in a season. Yep. Nuts. I get to see the fall of Tom Brady in my lifetime. I think it's great. Like, just the whole – I love, like, gossiping about it. Like, I'm a middle-aged woman. It's yeah. like, dude, <laughs> like, he squandered away his family and <laughs> and his team is, like, just – everybody's letting Tom down right now. Yeah. Well, Tom is also letting everyone else down, too, so – or is Tom just innocent in all this? Is he just like a helpless bystander? Has he been holding up these walls for decades? <laughs> yeah. And, and no one finally sees just him. Yeah, and now he's just like crumbling. Like he just yeah. can't do it anymore. Yeah, like one thing slipped and now the whole the whole shebang's coming down. Yeah. Imagine crippling mentality, Tom. Tom Fraudy. Yeah. <laughs> His whole life is a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> yeah. Dude couldn't even throw a football till he signed to Michigan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, shout out Tom, I guess. Told Tommy, it's cold. Oh, dude! So I left work, and it so at noon it was forty degrees here. When I left work, it was like eleven degrees with a real feel of like negative five, and it wasn't snowing. And by the time I got half a mile away from work, it was a fucking whiteout, and I couldn't see a block in front of me. It is now nine degrees below zero with a real feel of negative 38. How, so sensibly speaking, how long could you go out there and, like, stand? Okay, so all bundled up, like, ready to go, looking like Randy from Christmas Story. You could be out there for, I mean... Shit, you can be out there for a couple hours if you have all your skin covered. Like, I mean, the full right. Like, if you face, yeah, if you're like a construction an outdoor construction worker. If, if I were to just grab my coat, put my shoes on, and go outside, you might last a minute before you get fucking bone chilling cold. And after like three to five minutes, your flesh starts to freeze and you suffer hypothermia. It's crazy. And like, you're just used to this. Well, no, so this is still, like, incredibly fucking cold for up here. Um, we'll see, like, usually a week of, like, 10 below, roughly. Um, and it's usually in February when everything's super cold around here. Um, this is the earliest I've ever seen it get this fucking cold. Because this is still, like, the temperature's still dropping. We're not even supposed to hit our low temp until 8 a.m. tomorrow morning. And what's that going to be? It is going to be somewhere between 20 and 25 degrees below zero with a real feel between 50 and 60 below zero. So if any of you have never been 
in 50 degrees below zero. Your fritz, your spit will freeze before it hits the ground. You can take a bottle of or a, a pot of boiling water and throw it in the air and it will turn to ice and just like Pat, does it hurt to breathe in? Yes. Yeah, without something over your mouth, it it hurts to breathe. It's hard. You like get this. Um have you ever tried to open your mouth on a roller coaster or out a car window going fast and you get that like <gasps> Yeah, it's like that, except pins and needles because it's fucking cold. That's insane, dude. Because you got to think it's 180 degrees colder than your body temperature. Right. You know, like. That kind of makes me want to like, I want to go and experience super cold just one time. Just one time. The week, if you plan a trip to Wyoming, specifically to this part, the week after the Daytona 500 is usually the coldest week of the that's year. That's like the peak. That's usually the 10 below, 15 below with wind chill. Yeah. How much snow do you get? Uh, Well, it, it, it depends. So we just go based on storms, not necessarily based on like a yearly snowfall. If you ask locals, they'll say like last time we got four inches, this one's going to be eight. You know, okay. we just kind of play it by that. And then we kind of know when the storms are going to end, when the snow's going to stop. So usually we say Mother's Day. You can plant flowers um, after Mother's Day. Um, I don't really know like a yearly total, so we're supposed to get four tonight. Inches. Yeah. Uh, we got six a couple weeks ago. Uh, is we got six really, inches, like, is that a lot to you? It's it's a decent amount, so it's, it's definitely, excuse me, it's harder to get around. Um, cars start to have troubles, you know, sliding, shit like that. Um, even at a couple inches, cars will start to slide, but at six, you start to get stuck in certain places. Um, eight's iffy. Ten is pretty much only trucks go out. Six six inches of snow will have our county schools out for a week. So a couple years here, we got three feet of snow, like 36 inches of snow. And we were back up and running, I think, two days later. Really? Like my work was open. Yeah, they were roads were open, bars were open, everything. Uh it was about it was six or seven years ago. We had a um we had a a very heavy snowstorm for our area come through. And uh our entire infrastructure, our town, like our economy, everything shut down for like two weeks. Like Damn. dude, it was so bad. Nobody could go anywhere. Schools were out for close to a month. Um, it was it, it snowed and then it just it stayed so cold that it just kept icing over. Yeah. Well, and y'all don't have like equipment down there, right? Like we have snow plows and sanders and we can salt everything, you know, and snow blowers and like y'all don't have that down there. We have the salt trucks. Um we our counties like they do have like one or two plows a piece. Like not enough to cover the county the way that they should be able to, obviously. Right. Um but no, when it comes down to it, we are severely underprepared. Yeah. <clears throat> Which is, I mean, granted, it's nuts because living up here, right? Like, we're all prepped for it. Um, yeah, I mean, it never, until I talked to Rattlesnake about it a couple years ago, like, that never even crossed my mind that, like, y'all don't have snowplows. Yeah. Like, I just thought every city for like us, I we're, Miami we're a little bit luckier than like farther south where they rarely ever get snow um yeah like now the city that i live in because so we are the tri-cities 
we have three different towns like that form like a triangle. Aha, it, it worked. Yeah. Um, so like it's each city is in like a different county. Um, Weird. Yeah, yeah. Which Kingsport and Bristol are in the same county, but Kingsport goes into two separate counties. Um, yeah, and it's it's like the second biggest city. Bristol's the smallest. Johnson City is the biggest, and then Kingsport's right there in the middle. Um, so the one I live in, it's a very like heavily funded school city. Like very proud of their academics. So they have to like maintain their school. So they have scrapers everywhere to ensure that they don't miss school. Really? Yeah. So that keeps the huh. whole city clear. Damn. Well, that's pretty cool. Yep. So like, I don't know, like up here, like we're not even like, we're all still going to work tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is, I mean, it's nuts. The, the weather, like the, the temperature, I don't think that many places here would be open at that temperature. So to be fair, most places here probably shouldn't be open. Yeah. Um, the big issue I have, and I've, I've even, I've told my boss this a couple times, like, so I can get to work, right. I can go outside, start my car real quick. If it'll start. Um, Cause at, at 20 below, like your batteries are at risk of cracking and exploding. Like your engine won't warm up for several minutes. So your pistons are just fucking cranking with what oil it's all down at the fucking bottom. Solid as a rock. Um, but I can go out and I can start my truck and I can run back in and warm up for 20 minutes and then drive to work and I can sit in this warm building all day. But what am I going to do when I got to leave? I work at a warehouse. I'm not going to walk a quarter mile out to my fucking car to go start it, walk a quarter mile back. You know, I can't, I can't do that. And I can't just sit out in my fucking car for 10 minutes waiting for it to warm up because I'll get frostbite. So it's, it's kind of a catch 22. Like, do you, do you not? So we'll play it by ear. See, that's such a small, like, technicality that not many people would even think about. Yeah. Like, well, we'll just go work for your money. Yeah. Yeah, like, cars start not miss any point. work. Yeah, but what am I going to do when I have to go clock out? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Freeze, because I'm off the clock, and it's not their problem? Uh, I mean, technically, yeah, that's I mean, exactly legally, the... Legally, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Easy solution. Yep. Yeah. So we're gonna have a lot of call-outs tomorrow. Yeah. I honestly, if I worked somewhere and they wanted me to come into work and it was that cold. Um, yeah. And to be uh, fair, they're pretty lenient about it. Like all the bosses know, like this is some shitty times right now. Yeah. Um, like Cheyenne and I have already talked about it. Like if her work gets canceled and mine gets canceled or we can't make it in or something, like we're just gonna build a fort in the living room out of blankets. Uh, yeah like, bring the mattress out like fucking ford off See, that would make me want to call out even more yeah i mean it sounds pretty cool i'm just gonna have city skylines on the fucking xbox yeah. watching whatever on the ipad yeah. yeah that's not a bad time some hot cocoa yeah man damn. i hope I'm my sorry. boss doesn't watch this <laughs> <laughs> You're fired, by the way. Yeah, he's like, you motherfucker. You do yeah. <laughs> of the cold, huh? <laughs> you call out, you're done. Yeah. Um, yeah. The the worst thing about it for us is it's going to peak on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day here. Eek. Yeah. 
And like for me and my family, we've always celebrated on Christmas Eve. That's where like our tr- like going over to relatives' house. That's where that happens is on Christmas Eve. So like at least twice that day, we're gonna have to be outside. Yeah. So. Well, the good thing is, is you'll be at least at home or at someone else's house. Like you can run out, start your car, yeah, go back in, warm up. You know, um, don't over crank your car. Don't blow up a battery. If it's not going to start, let it sit for a minute or two. <laughs> you just hold that some bitch wide open. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah, <laughs> fucking solder that bitch open. Yeah, and then we're supposed to be back up in the fifties by Christmas. Let's see. We're talking about a temperature variance of almost 80 degrees. Um, we will be in the 50s Thursday, next Thursday. So the low Friday is 5, sun, Saturday is 4, Sunday Damn. is 10, Monday is 12, Tuesday is 22, Wednesday is 22. Thursday is 27 with a high of 51. Y'all so, are never going to appreciate 40 degrees again like you will here in a few days. Dude, I I You're already so like thankful for 35 degrees. Yeah. No, I get it. Trust me. For me, once it drops under 40, I'm miserable. I am absolutely miserable. <laughs> so, I hate it. To be fair, I think 30 degrees down there is colder than 30 degrees up here. You think so? I think, yeah, I think 30 down there feels closer to like 15 or 10 to here. Because you guys have so much more humidity usually. Yeah. You know, like the air is that fucking cold. As opposed to here, like it just blows around. That's true. I like... I dread it. Wait, hold. if you just got here... That's my mom. Uh, tell her how cold it's going to be for you. Uh, all right. So I'll recap this. So currently it is, let me relook here. Um, currently it is now 11 below. Um, so it's gone down two more degrees with a real feel still at 38. Um, it is supposed to get by 8 a.m. tomorrow morning, somewhere between 20 and 25 degrees below zero with a real feel between 50 and 60 degrees below zero. It is going to be miserable. <laughs> call out bro <laughs> it'll be worth it <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't worth it yeah. <laughs> yeah what blows is it's gonna be 20 degrees warmer as a real feel or probably probably 10 or 15 warmer at 5 a.m when i'm supposed to leave for work than it will at eight when i go on my first break <laughs> pain <laughs> pain um yeah it's it's supposed to be weird here um it's gonna be like 40 something degrees at midnight and then by like 2 a.m. it's like down to 10. Yeah. And then at like 4 a.m. like that's it's at 6. Yeah. This whole squall is just weird. Just I hate when, like country. I hate national size storms. Mm-hmm. They're never good. Never ever good. Yeah, it's cold. There's a reason that I do not want to fucking live here. Yeah. I could deal with the people. I could deal with the not having shit to do. How hot does it get there? It'll still touch 100 in the summers. Like at a regular? Not at a regular. We'll probably get, I don't know, maybe 10 degrees above or 10 days. That's 95 or above a year. Maybe not even that. Okay. Um, our summers are way short. So our summers are like 
first week of June, really until like the second week of September, if that. That's it? That's that's all we get. Yeah, because it snows from Labor Day to Mother's Day. Yeah. Yeah. The, su- the summertime, did you, uh, did you have a hard time down here at the no. race? I actually thought that 90 degrees down there was cooler than 90 degrees up here. Okay. Um, because it is more humid down there. So that adds to the heat index. However, I can kind of build like a layer of sweat and be cool when I was outside. Whereas opposed to here, it's so goddamn dry. It just evaporates off immediately. Did you do the summer race or did, yeah. was it the spring? I can't remember. Yeah, it was July. Okay. In all fairness, I will say that the spring race at Atlanta was way hotter than the summer race was. And that's what I heard, that the summer race was kind of like an easier break because of the It was. It was. Yeah, that spring race was awful. It was so bad. In that regard, I have yet to experience a true, like, full-on southern fucking heat. Okay. Do they get rough? Like, the, the humidity? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, getting hate in the comments. Most toxic. Listen, dog, I ain't toxic. (laughs) (laughs) I just talk my talk, bro. Man, getting fanned on a different podcast, even. Pain. Um, but anyway, yeah, dude. Southern summers, they can kick your ass. Like, I'm I'm sure you can open your door. By the time you get to your car, massive swamp butt. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's insane. Like, you're already, like, your shirt is already, like, stuck to you. Damn. I, I don't know why I got roasted by Philadelphia Eagle Twitter as a Philadelphia Eagle fan. <laughs> but I, I accidentally went viral over there on their side. And yeah. they were just tearing me a new asshole in the comments. Damn. Now you got to take an L once in a while. No, no, I didn't roll over. That was the problem. I didn't make a bad point. <laughs> At least you didn't think you made a bad point. Here's what it was. Um, a few years ago, our quarterback, he tore his ACL in a play. And, like, he was a quarterback. We drafted number two with the in the first round, Carson Wentz. Um, we take him. He does incredible things for us. He leads us to a 13-2 and record. And then he tears his ACL in the game and then just falters from there. We go on to win a Super Bowl in that same season. While he's still playing for the Eagles, we put a statue up of that backup quarterback who came in and won the Super Bowl. We put a statue of him up. We bench this guy, tell him we're not going to trade him and start him again. And they're like, we believe in you. And then he messes up and we immediately bench him and trade him away. Okay. I was devastated when he tore his ACL. And the point that I made was his season looks like Jalen Hurts, our current quarterback season, and all it took was one play. And I was like, this guy was our Jalen. And everybody was like, he was nothing like Jalen. <laughs> he was never anything like him. And they were like, I don't know why you'd be upset we won the Super Bowl that year. Like, can I not like feel bad for a guy that I latched yeah. on to? <laughs> like, he was my guy, man. Yeah, yeah. He was like, for everybody who's like, NASCAR died when Dale died. Like, he was my... He was your Dale. Dale. (laughs) He was the Eagles Dale. 
Yeah, 2017 Carson was MVP. Facts. And it all got stripped. And then just, dude, people on Twitter and the internet and, like, sports media were shredding him alive. And people are like, he's snapping on his coaches now. Like, yeah. Like, if guy's just getting flamed everywhere he's turning. And then yeah. he, he went to the Colts. And um, he played. He had a good season with them. His first season with them was really good. And, like, they came up a little short, but it was a shit team that he went to. But it looks like they were going in the right direction. And then the owner was like, yeah, we're going to – we're going to keep it going with him. Next thing you know, Carson Wentz traded to Washington. Damn. Yeah. And now he's benched to um, an XFL guy. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And people are like, yeah, he's soft. It's like the entire NFL is playing a game of get up pussy with Carson Wentz. Yeah. And people are like, he's just, he's, just down. Yeah. he's mentally weak. <laughs> yeah. He ain't got it in. It's like, no, you just keep kicking him in the nuts every six months. Exactly, dude. That's my point. Like, I feel bad for the guy. All right. Well, I take back my crude comments. That you make yeah. fair points. Thank you. Thank you. Make fair points there. Oh. Uh, so work has been super slow. So we've had a lot of like dull conversation and just like mind-numbing things. Um, it's like we got really into riddles a couple days ago, which is pretty interesting. Are you about to hit me with some riddles? Do you want me to? I mean, there's I one that's I feel like cool. I feel like you were wanting me to to ask you to, right? No, I'm more or less just leading into other conversation. Okay, well, I want you to ask me a riddle. All right. Okay, so or tell me a riddle. Is it ask a riddle or tell a riddle? I'm not sure. That's the riddle, I guess. All right. So I'll, I'll give you a good one. If okay, so let's say how you, smart how smart do I need to be for this? Is this like a decently? Okay. I don't know. Like, Southern curriculums, man. I don't know. Okay. Um, I was homeschooled, too. Oh, damn. Sorry, Mom, yeah. if you're still watching. <laughs> um, so, let's say you you have a prison, right? And you have two prisoners in your prison. And you're uh -huh. going to have a party tomorrow. Uh -huh. And there's going to be however many people at your party. And you have four bottles of wine that you're going to serve. Uh -huh. You know that one of the bottles of wine has poison in it. Uh-huh. So, you need to find out which bottle it is. And you, the only way to tell is to give it to one of the prisoners. The poison takes 24 hours to take effect, and your party is in 24 hours. How do you divvy up four bottles of wine amongst two prisoners to find out exactly which one is poisoned? And I have 24 hours. You got 24 hours, yep. Just negativity, bro. <laughs> negativity. <laughs> Damn it, Junior. <laughs> um, dude, Junior's the funniest person I think I've ever seen in a comment section. I don't know. He, just, he tears in, bro. Who's the Who's the the Brad guy? Uh, Joe Retro. Yeah, Joe. Oh, he he don't he don't fuck with us no more. Oh damn, he's out. Yeah, oh, he did. <laughs> or went out for Joe. I hope he's doing well. Is he just like off Twitter entirely? I think so, yeah. Damn. He slots through every now and then, but just I, shows up like a long lost friend. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. I hope he's doing well. Shout out Joe Retro one time. Does he still stop by for y'all? No, I haven't I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah. There's just like weird fights in our Discord for a minute. And uh 
then like just <laughs> he left after a while. <laughs> that was just like, it's just part. one of those like everybody would be joking, and then like he would say something that was super like out of pocket and sideways, and like piss somebody off, or somebody would say something to him that he took it sideways and then get pissed off. And then I'd be like, well, dude, like everybody's doing it. <laughs> like, yeah. Just breathe. Yep. RIP Joe. Yeah. Pour one out. Um, but back to this. So I have four bottles of liquor. Yep. Two prisoners. Yep. I'm inviting people over. Yep. And two of these bottles, two of the four bottles of liquor have poison. Just one. One. Yep. One bottle. Can I not just like combine all the poison into one bowl and pour like a cup from that? Well, the issue with that would be, yeah, the prisoners are going to die. How do you know which bottle that has the poison in it? Oh, that is true. Yeah. find a damn sharpie so i can write this out here um i would sir okay no it's it's well if both prisoners die then you have your answer well which bottle's poison well so if i were to just pick two bottles and say here's one for you here's one for you right and they yep. drink them Yep. Both drink them. Yep. Then if they both come back alive, then I know the two bottles I gave them are good. Or if one of them dies, then I know not to serve that bottle and then just serve the, the one that survived. What do you do with the other two bottles in that sense? Like if, if both of them are still alive, how do you know if it's three or four? Fuck the other bottles, bro. We only got one <laughs> bottle of champagne. BYOB. <laughs> yeah. Honestly... So is that an invalid answer? Can I yes. not like use yeah. that? Yeah. Damn. There is a way to do it. And actually it's a, it's just a math equation and it can expand up to like a hundred prisoners and a thousand bottles of wine. What is it? You want me to tell you? Yeah. Okay. So these are prisoners and your liquor, right? So one, two, three, four bottles of wine, two prisoners. What you're going to do is you're going to give each prisoner their own bottle. So let's say they one takes one and two takes two. You're going to have them both drink from number three, and you have no one drink from number four. Hold that back up. My lighting is shit. No, I mean, I can see it. Yeah. So how do you solve it, though? Well, that would be whichever bottle is poisoned, you would know exactly which. Because if, you know, it's number four, obviously, if they all come back alive, if both of the guys come back alive, you know it was bottle four. If they both die, you know it was bottle three. If only number two dies, it was that one. If only number one dies, it was that one. I see. Okay, mm -hmm. that makes sense. Okay, okay. So, shit like that. 
You got another one? I That's could probably non-mathematical. Okay, so you have – there's a river that you need to get across, and you have a boat. And the boat is big enough for you and either one thing or one passenger. On your side of the shoreline is a coyote, a chicken, and a bag of feed. They're all yours. you got to get them all three across there. The chicken can't be left alone with the feed. The coyote can't be left alone with the chicken. How do you get all three across the river in your boat that you can only take one thing of at a time? Okay, give me the uh, the stipulations behind the animals one more time. Okay, chicken cannot be cannot be left with the feed, and the coyote cannot be left with the chicken. Do y'all say coyote or coyote? We say coyote, but I know what you mean. Yeah. Do y'all say crick or creek? Creek. Yeah. Well, it, is that, are you talking like small, like moving water yep. body? Like a yep. mini river. Yep. 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 It's a creek. Is it a creek for you? It's either or. It's about half okay. and half up here. Yeah. So the chicken can't be left alone with the, the food. Mm-hmm. And then the coyote can't be left alone with the chicken. Yep. And then what's in my boat? What what are my rules? You can only take one thing with you at a time. At a time, yeah. Yep. Then I would take the chicken. Okay, so you take the chicken across. What are yeah. you going to grab? What? What are you going to grab? You're, you got to come back and you got to get all three across. So you got yeah. the chicken over there. So now yeah. you come back and grab what? Well, at that point, it doesn't entirely matter, right? Yeah, oh, wait, no, because I got to take him back across. Ooh, good one. Dude, I don't know. Now I feel <laughs> dumb. <laughs> like I'm getting roasted. Cody and math, LOL. Come yeah. on, Cody and CZ. <laughs> Yeah, damn, even mom's flaming, you know. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. I tap now. My self-conscious, okay. my, my confidence is gone. Take the chicken across. Yeah. Drop the chicken off. Go back. Get the bag of feed. Haul the feed across. Grab the chicken. Switch. Oh, I see. Bring the chicken back. Switch it with the coyote. Okay. Haul the coyote back over. Go back get the chicken. Dude, that's... That shit is extra. Imagine actually being in that predicament where you're like, damn it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it take me it take me a while to figure that one out. What are those like, was, like that's like an IRL jigsaw puzzle. Right. Like as a, knowing it's a riddle, I can take my time and like mathematically think about it. But like if I hit that in real life, like I'm just killing one of them. Like yeah. one of you gotta go. Like I'm sorry. Yeah. Chicken, sorry. <laughs> I wanna know, like why the chicken and the coyote were like fine? No, wait, they weren't. Yeah, yeah. Coyote and feed are cool. Yeah, the co right. The coyote doesn't care about like the food. Yeah. Yeah. So we've done shit like that and just dumb conversations. You know, I, I think know. that college has damaged my brain. Why is that? I feel like five years ago I would have gotten a like a riddle like that. <laughs> now college, you're just like overthinking shit. Yeah. Trying to yeah, find I'm sources like, to prove. Yeah. yeah, dude. 
Totally. Eight brain cells. Yeah. Like, According to the study by Purdue University, the chicken actually could have been left alone with the feed. When people, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I would like to, uh, I would like to eat so much feed, assuming, yeah. <laughs> That's, I am a firm believer that, like, when people come out of college and they act like they're smarter than people, dude, it's untrue. It's just uh, yeah. totally untrue. So I, I tell people at work, because I work with a lot of people who don't have a lot of college education. Obviously, it's a fucking factory. Um, but I tell them, like, college didn't help me become smarter. It just taught me how to look up the things that I think. It yeah. taught me to fact check myself, really. Yeah. Like, I think this, let me make sure that I'm right in the way that I think. And the important part of that is making sure that when you're like fact checking yourself, that you are not being biased in your fact checking. Exactly. Making sure that I'm not just looking up shit that proves my point. Right. Yeah. So that's, that's where a lot of people like slip up and it's like, yeah, you are really smart, but also like you're manipulating people who may not be as smart as you are. Exactly. Yeah. Anyone can Google pea makes plants grow, but like, does it actually work? Yeah, and I dude, I guarantee you within an hour I could like formulate a solid argument either way. And like I'm going to have like the same amount of proof. So it's being, like being out of school when I study a subject, I'll just go in like rabbit holes and just start learning a shit ton about quantum theory for anything, right? And so I'll get this like this deep yearning in my soul to write a paper about it. Yeah. Like to show someone what I found <laughs> yeah. and to like document it. And I've never I used to do that for student. fun. Have you, have you ever written an essay like for fun like that? No, it feels good when you're done with it. Like, I feel like that's what, like, I, I swear to God, like, I'm not trying to like sound smarter or like make us seem like, Oh, we went to college, but yeah. I think that's what like college people do. And I think that's what like proves that, like you have that higher level of education where like, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's fun for me to look this up and write a paper on it. Like, yeah. I compiled like, all this research. That's literally like what we're reading in our textbooks, people who compiled research together. Yeah. So it's exactly. like, I feel like it's like, I feel like that's smart. Like that's right. smart creativity. Like I never wanted to make a PowerPoint when I was in school. I fucking hated him, <laughs> yeah. but I've almost made several PowerPoints as an adult just to like, there's an alien base on the moon. Here's my point. <laughs> yeah. For me, it's Excel, times. bro. Yeah. It's Excel. Oh, Fucking dude. despise Excel. But I'll be damned if I can't make some like viewership graphs on Excel. No, like nobody's right. business. <laughs> yeah. Like I can, I can fuck with Excel hard. Yeah. Using it for t- for actual purposes. Yeah, but dude, like, I, I if I need to formulate something, yeah. yeah, I know. I want to know what this whole column of numbers equals right yeah. now. Yeah, that's it. And I know how I'm yeah. like, that's, <laughs> that's what college want, taught yeah. me. <laughs> I want a gradient. Yeah. Green <laughs> Change colors when it goes negative. That's yep. all I want. Um, Another good thing I learned in college was how to excuse my way out of an absence. Works so. well, worked well. My first couple of years working retail. It's like, I'd be late and I'd get real good at saying, Oh, I'm sorry. My fucking alarm didn't go off and like rush in. Like I'm actually, Stress. Yeah, yeah. Worked super well when I was like 19 years old, hung over shit, trying to get into work. I bet. That's smart. So not to make you like sound like a piece of shit here. Don't but, get me uh, wrong, I was. 
I I have only ever called out of work twice for like recreation. Um my whole life. One time I was denied actually. Like they would not let me call in. And sure. um yeah. Yeah. They were like, "No, you're not calling in." Cuz they were like, "We know what you're trying to do and you're not cuz I was going to a music festival." And like they all no. knew and they were like, "You're not leaving early." And I was like, on the phone, I was like, "That's fucked up." Because everybody else calls in like just because they partied last weekend. Yeah. I'm trying to like leave the area early to beat the traffic and like I'm not allowed to call out. Yeah. Um yeah, I never really called out of work. So I I don't know how to like lie. So well. to be fair, that was 19-year-old Colton was kind of a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> like it's not he deserves it's, it. And it's not like I would miss work all the fucking time for bullshit right. reasons. Yeah. But I would be an hour late pretty often. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And like I was salary, so like to me it didn't seem like a big deal. Oh, you were salaried? Yeah. Like what oh, the fuck? Oh, dude. Yeah. Eat that up. Yeah, no. Yeah. Right. So like I don't call out for the like just to fuck around. Right. You probably worked more overtime than you could imagine. Right. Exactly. So yeah. like, I don't feel too bad about it, but I am glad that college gave me that skill. <laughs> To be like, yeah, Brian, I'm sorry. Here's a cup of coffee. Like, listen, um, a friend of mine, uh, like instilled this in me, and now I do the same thing. It's all about like the networking and like the the speech skills and the speaking mm-hmm. skills you get from it. That is when college really matters. Um, at the end of the day, like a degree, it, unless it's a very specific field, right? Like, right, medical law, yeah, medical law, education. Um, yeah. Things like that. Yeah, something just extremely targeted. If you have a psychology degree, you have opened up like a world of jobs. If you have a business degree, you have opened up a world of jobs that overlaps with that psychology degree. If you get a arts degree, it opens up and like you're here and here and here and it's it's all about just proving that you can like stick with something for a certain amount of time. Show that you have the discipline for that. Yeah. No, absolutely. I think so. Like in your course of study, do you have maybe it was a general course or something, but like one course that you took the absolute most out of? What I walked away with the most? Yeah. Like one Um, one semester, one course that you think you absorbed the most. So I've had a lot of those. Um, I took a lot of classes. when I went to community college, I still had no idea what I wanted to study. So I was doing like all of the core classes that I would need to later go on to university. But I would take so many electives in everything. And like for my English classes, I would take more in-depth English, right? I wouldn't just do comp one and two. Like I did English literature and then I did another English class. That was an honors class. Um, I did almost an entire semester of medical. Um, A lot of people choose to go for an arts degree, which is fine, and they learn a foreign language. Um, If you do a bachelor's of science, you have to have your your science courses. So I I did anatomy one and two um, as my sciences, which in retrospect, it was stupid to do. Um, It was terrifying. It like it helped to trigger my OCD as far as like being afraid of like how easy we could just fucking die. 
Um, <laughs> right. It's insane. Yeah. So I regret taking that class, but I feel like I probably gained the most out of one of my anatomy classes. Um, as far as like understanding how I need to study, um, you know, how I need to discipline myself as far as like life lesson, um, like what class I got the most out of overall, I would say it was probably my English one class, hmm. my comp one. Damn, that's a good one. So mine was speech. Like I took a speech and debate class second semester of college and uh, my Lord, I learned how people talk and it completely changed almost to the negative changed my viewpoint in my understanding of speaking because now I can tell when people are using words and mannerisms to wrap up a sentence. And when they're doing that in like public speaking events, they don't even usually know that they're doing it, but they'll like start to wrap up. And in my mind, I click, I'm like, all right, there's the cues. And I start, and then I'll have to sit there for like another 20 minutes listening to shit. And it pisses me off so much. I think, I think that that helps a lot also with like social cues. Um, for me, if we're yeah. uh, a new headset, no, this is the same one I've had. I'm just wearing it weird. Um, and I'm using this microphone instead of my other one. Uh, anyway, what was I even saying? So I said about my speech class. Yeah. Um, I did an argumentation and debate. And for me, like, it helped me to, like, pick up on when somebody was going to be like super combative in an yeah. argument. Um, like depending on which it's like, you know, you got the straw man fallacy, so on and so forth. Right. It's like, you could pick apart somebody's argument and like the same way that it, like you end up walking out early or like, you know, being like, damn it. Like you find yourself in like just the dumbest arguments because you, <laughs> just you, because uh, you know how to combat them. Right, yeah, and, like, you're arguing for nothing, nothing at all. And then, like, you become a dick about it. You're like, yeah, I'm smarter than this guy. Uh, I have never related to something you said more in my entire life <laughs> because I do that on Facebook literally, like, a couple times a week. I'll be Me like, too. I know I'm better than you because I know what kind of fallacy you're using right now. <laughs> yeah. And I put myself on this fucking high horse. Yeah, yeah, you and then, like, of 10 minutes Facebook. later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 10 minutes later, someone will send me a screenshot like Ryan Shrek just did it earlier today. He's like, dude, you're on, you're crazy on Facebook. I was like, I know my grandma sees it too. <laughs> yeah. Point proven. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, and like, then you feel bad about yourself. You're like, dude, I'm everything that I hate. Yeah, exactly. Like, I just called him a fucking mouth breather. Cause he thought Corey LaJoy was good. Like, yeah. <laughs> yep. damn like, it. Corey, bro. Yeah, I do that. <laughs> like I, you, you like grab your hand. You're like, why? <laughs> I do have to like sometimes like I'll get off break and like go to put my phone back in my locker and like I'll stand there for like a good two minutes like typing out like some massive like <laughs> yeah. novel. Like, damn it, dude! Uh, I'll come back here in ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. If I if I put it back together, then I'm definitely sending it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm the worst. Um, like, and I love it too at the same time. Um. I think we're about on the same level for like when we tweet something like we have enough people who don't like us enough to like immediately just like come at us. Right. Um, 
And then we both like occasionally go viral in NASCAR Twitter yeah. with just like just some random shit. yeah. And next thing you know, like we're we're being crucified again. Um, Junior, would be scared of Facebook. If Facebook's- especially if I'm on there, bro, I'll tell you tell your ass up. <laughs> Facebook is like a different. I Facebook arguments are always serious, right? Like there's like a sense of like <clears throat> on, on Twitter, Twitter I'm like LMAO, you're dumb, kid. Yeah, but like there's always on, a sense of Facebook, like I'm like yeah. setting up. <laughs> like, <laughs> do you ever get into like a fucking argument with someone on the internet and like you send that good reply and you're like checking your phone every thirty seconds? Like, oh, oh dude, dude yeah, like, yeah, come on, come yeah, on. no way you're clapping back. No way. No, just give up. Um, my and I'm words, always a little sad when they don't. Yeah, yeah, and, but at the same time, you're like, damn right. Yeah, <laughs> told you. Um. My biggest issue is that, like, I won't stop. I won't. Like, I have to be the, the last one to get a word in. Um, yeah. So, like, if I were to start Twitter arguing with somebody at 12 a.m. tonight, and they still haven't stopped by Saturday, dude, <laughs> I'm still going. Like, I'm still chirping. Um, and I, dude, I could tell it pisses Summer off. Um, I can only imagine, like, what our our I, female <laughs> companions like think yeah. it's like <laughs> i'm with a a grown man yeah. with a fucking mullet who's arguing who's with a 75 year old man <laughs> who doesn't know how to use a smartphone yeah, yeah he's like he's explaining why like nascar is not racist for bubba and yeah. it's like it's going in one ear out the other and like now he's like passionate about it yeah, and, now he's fired up. He's tagging people yeah. in the comments. Like, yeah, he's getting his whole fucking like yeah, posse Bubba together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, that's immediately like, I'll send you like some of the things that I've replied. Like, I've sent you a screenshot and been like, "LOL," yeah. and you're like, "Yeah, hell yeah." <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, like it's goofy as shit. When people start getting tagged, that's when I'm really like, "Let's roll these fuckers." Oh yeah, and yeah. I got two of these motherfuckers now. Here's one. Um, I think about this one all the time. Uh, take a step back. Like, go out of your body for a second. How fucking dorky are you right now? Incredibly. I... Dude, it's insane, right? Like, here we are sitting in front of a screen, talking online. People, I mean, don't get, people enjoy it. Like, I feel like everybody's having fun to not. Yeah. But, like, you're a grown-ass man. You've got cameras set up. You got good lighting set up. Essentially talking to myself in a room. Yeah. Yeah. With you got to have your NASCAR shit in the back though. Yeah. Like you got to show off that you're a fan. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, dude. It's so dorky, but it's like, it's so much fun. Like once people start interacting with like, you know, this character in a way that like you've made yourself online. Because everybody, I I used to be like, everybody's real all the time. Um. And then, like, you meet some people, and then you realize that, like, there is a character to it. Um, right. Yeah, you play into it a little bit. Yeah. Right. I like to think that when I'm, like, here, I am Cody. When I'm strictly on Twitter, that's when I'm, like, Nas Cody. That's when I'm the character yeah. is on Twitter. In person, like, face-to-face or, like, anytime I'm on on stream, I'm not, like, I'm kind of an asshole on Twitter, right? Like, I really? poke and prod. Same. Yeah. Yeah, I still have a little banner that says most likely to start beef from last NAS Christmas. 
you did win that, didn't you? Yeah. Dude, I think – I wish we could have gotten you're, that together. We need to do like – Yeah, you're catching me pretty quick because I've been a lot less active last couple months on Twitter. And I've been the opposite. Um, Oh, yeah, Cheyenne's – for as dorky as I am, Cheyenne's twice as dorky. And I really? let her know. She watches the news unironically to learn about the weather for the day. Like she sets through it all? That's not through it all. Like she'll get up before work and flip the news on and run out the just living for the room. weather, just for the weather. And like, she just did it right before I was going to hop on here. She's like, Oh, I'm waiting for the news to come on. I was like, man, you're such a dweeb. I don't know the last time I watched like a, uh, a, a televised like weather broadcast. Uh, like weather I watch channel. it when there's hurricanes. Yeah. Like I'll watch some weather channel shit. Really? I don't watch the weather channel at all anymore. I don't know that anybody's going to come together in the next like four days. It was supposed to be tonight, and just nobody had any enthusiasm about no it. No one had any Christmas spirit this year. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. <clears throat> trying to get yeah a whole group of people on is pretty hard. Dude, I swing. It doesn't matter. I can, like, I don't know about you, but. Typically, when we have these uh, Twitter threads that uh, unravel, you're carrying on like six different arguments at once with six different people, and oh. I'm I'm really like I'm really proficient in that. So yeah, you ever lose your spot? Yeah, and forget where you're replying to, yep. and then you just gotta take gotta, it like, in your face back through and like find yeah. it because yeah. you just know like you just look like an ass. <laughs> Are you like you you misspell a there one time and your whole oh, gone to you shit? Can't you cannot? Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you lose be, it. You gotta be on. Fucking like me, Junior, Cody, and Colton can carry Nasmus. Hell yeah! <laughs> yeah, we need the. I will send out another message, um, and see maybe like last second whip something up, perhaps possibly. If not, maybe we can do something like New New Year. I was gonna say something next week, like a a NAS Christmas New Year's special. Yeah. What, what day is New Year's on? Uh, New Year's Eve is on a Saturday. Saturday. We could do like a pre, because everybody's got everybody's doing their own thing on New Year's Eve. Right. Yeah. Maybe like Friday night, do a pre New Year's Eve. Yeah. Bonanza. That'd be fun. We, we start the year ourselves, and like. We just pretend that we're already one day ahead of everybody. Yeah, it is new. It is 2023 up in this bitch. Yeah. Alex is off next week. That sounds like a plan to me. Yeah. I, I never no, hey, no promises that I could get anybody, <laughs> but I'll try. Okay. It might just be us. <laughs> it's probably, it's Santa probably, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'll bring I, Juan. I said today at work that the week between Christmas and New Year's was like adult dead week. Yeah. And yeah. It yeah. People people um, related. For me, uh it's the the Thanksgiving weekend is rough. Mm. Like that's a rough one. Especially like if you have like multiple gatherings and perhaps like somebody schedules theirs like the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah. And it's like you know, and what Thanksgiving was on or it's always on a Thursday. So some people do like their Thanksgivings on Saturdays regularly. 
Mm-hmm. It's like perhaps somebody's not off work on Thanksgiving. So it's like you do Thanksgiving on Thursday, you go shop Black Friday, and then you've got more Thanksgiving Saturday and Sunday. And then like Monday hits and you're confused. Yeah. Because you've had a long week or a yep. long weekend. So we have a long November. So we, Cheyenne and I host uh, Friendsgiving every year. We've done it the last few years here. Um, yeah, we usually do that like a week or two before Thanksgiving. So it like they fucking run together super Oh, Sweet I bet. Tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Which Thanksgiving is this? Is this mom's? Is this ours? Is this? Yeah. 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 That's um, this year was the first year I had to experience it on the same day. Um, Summer's family, they all have like different jobs. So everybody's schedule is different. Um, and then like all, her family is huge, dude. My family, I have like my, my parents, my siblings and my papaw. Like that's like the the size that's of my family. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then my my fiance, she's got like her parents, her brothers, her uh her sister, her aunts, her uncles, her cousins, her grandparents, her great aunt. Like it's huge family compared to what I have. So like they've always just done whenever they could get the most people together. Well, this year it fell on Thanksgiving. Everybody was actually able to do Thanksgiving. So we had to split between like my family, her family, and it, it was weird the first time you having like to a, do that. Yeah, like a four Christmases thing. Thankfully, everybody is like, her family's good about trying to figure out what my family schedule is going to be, and like they try to work it out to where like nobody, like my mom, she was like, "What time are y'all doing hers?" And we told her, and she was like, "Then we'll just do ours later." So it's like yeah. working that around that. Cool. That's yeah. yeah. Yeah, that you're willing to shift the whole family Thanksgiving back just to, yeah. You know. Shout out, shout out, Mama Cody, one time for doing that. Yeah, for real, real one. OG. <laughs> Are you coming to Bristol? No, probably not. So we're gonna go to Kansas this next year. Um, we're gonna go take oh. my dad to Kansas because he hasn't been to a NASCAR race since '94. Okay. Yeah, and it'll it'll probably be one of, if not his last one, he gets to go to. Yeah. Um, just because it's hard being in Wyoming, right? Traveling to fucking races. And especially since he's, he's got MS and he's, he can't really walk long distances. He can't right. do flights in hot weather. So like most, most races are out of the question. Does Kansas um, only have one weekend this year? No, I think they got to have both. Yeah. Yeah. It was rumored yeah. they were going to lose one. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll go to Kansas. Which one? Uh, the September race. Okay, cool playoff race um and then we'll go uh 2024 i get married so we're saving up money for the wedding and hopefully right after the wedding um we can fly out to south carolina and start looking at areas looking at houses um and then 2025 hopefully move you're planning that ahead i respect Mm -hmm. that yep we've already been planning it for the original plan was five years to move and then we got down there and we realized how much cheaper it is to live. And so we're like, well, fuck it. Like we're already renting up here, like not making any money. Like we could make the same money for cheaper rent down there. Um, so we decided to wait at least till after the wedding to move. Do you think you're going to have a hard time moving? No, I've already no. moved away a couple times. Yeah. Have you? Yeah. So I lived in a span of five years. I lived in five different States. That's a lot of moving. That's, yeah. a, that's a big scenery changes. Yeah. Yeah. I got was it, so, was it like, was it by option? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So one of them was like, I got a job opportunity. So I went 
to Montana. Um, I went to college in Nebraska. So it was like 2014 was Wyoming, Nebraska. 2015 was Montana. Um, I stayed in Wyoming for a couple of years and then I moved to Colorado in 2019. And then I also moved to Vegas in 2020. So from 2015 to 2020, I lived in five different states. I don't know that I could move around like that. Yeah, it it was nuts. <laughs> Do you miss doing that? Yeah, kind of. Bouncing around? So not really bouncing around, but I miss not living here. Okay. Are you yeah. not a fan of what, – what about Wyoming do you not enjoy? Uh, it's the weather. Is it? Yeah, primary. What's the um, culture like there? Like just the general – what is a white – if I were to ask you to explain to me what your average Wyoming is okay, like so into. Take Midwesterners, take out their accent, and give them cowboy hats. Okay. That's what this part of Wyoming is like. Okay. Is it like heavy yee-yee energy all the time? Everywhere? Uh, I'd say moderate yee-yee energy. Has the show it. Yellowstone changed the culture of Wyoming? Not, yes. So not here because I'm in, I mean, if you're looking at a computer screen, two separate corners of the screen. Yeah. Um, But it has changed up towards the north part of the state pretty heavily. In what ways? Uh, population growth is one of them. Okay. Um, we're seeing we've it's a heavy tourist area anyway, and right. the tourists are, I mean, just coming in fucking droves now. It seems. Um, good luck getting a place to rent in like Bozeman, Montana, which is where I used to live. Um, the apartment that I was renting for eight hundred bucks now goes for almost two thousand. It's yeah, nuts. <laughs> Gentrification, my man. So, yeah, and so many people are moving there, and they're all from like California, so they're all used to paying that money anyway. Right. You know, it's just a little bit cheaper. So they're like, wow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then the price goes up and then it's California too. Like they call it Bose Angeles because it really <laughs> so much like LA. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's, that's what's happening in Tennessee too. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, especially the, around Nashville, dude, where I live, um, the cost really? of, yeah, yeah. Uh, it used to be so cheap. Um, you could find a really 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 like high-end borderline luxury apartment for 650 like a, a two-bedroom and now it's like a one-bedroom studio apartment here is like twelve hundred dollars damn yeah yeah is, so the, the rent here has always been kind of high because we have a military base and we don't build any more houses so like okay. we're not a college town so there's not a lot of in and out renters right um, and they don't build any new houses. The military guys will pay for it because the military is going to pay for their fucking right. houses. Yeah. At least for them to move in. And uh, so we're all just kind of grudging for the same land, so to speak. Um, like we pay $1,700 a month for – it's a house that was two apartments. So it has two kitchens and shit, which is pretty sick, but it is not worth $1,700 a month. Are you scared living where you do? Why? For the missile filled no really you feel no. safer because of that no um i actually feel it's it's kind of like a like an agreement in agreeance with death so to speak because i know if shit starts popping off we are one of the first places in the country it's going to get hit yeah one of like top two. Oh it's yeah between us and maelstrom and great falls that's it yeah um we have 
a lot of military stuff here. Most of the missiles are here in Montana. Um, we have a lot of intelligence stuff that a lot of most you know civilians don't know about here. Like a lot of the missiles are controlled through FE Warren. Um, so we're a pretty big area, a pretty big target. So I know damn well, if something happens, my work is going to be ground zero. <laughs> so I just hope I'm at work. <laughs> um, we have um, one of the uh, the primary army ammunition plants here in Kingsport. So yeah. um, yeah, dude, we're pretty uh, we're a sizable target too. We're more of a secondary though. You're like you're in the first rain. Yeah, um, so we have like, heavy artillery. Yeah, you're Fuck getting it first. Yeah, we're getting um, lit. Yeah, I. <laughs> I've always had like a big fascination with the, uh, the missile field. I've always like just been obsessed with the fact that somewhere out in the desert, like there's mm -hmm. just a shit ton of missiles on the ground, ready to go at mm -hmm. any given moment. Like that blows you know, my mind. There is a bunker that is about 30 miles outside of town that contains, like you can go down in it and see everything and see it. It isn't legal to do, but it's uncovered. You can go down there and see it at your own risk you can't go all the way down and like touch the missile or anything, but you can right. see the silo. Yeah. That's insane. Yep. And it is, I mean, they're scattered fucking everywhere. How nuts. How does that work when you're a kid? Like, is that something that's like explained to you? Like, Hey, mm -hmm. uh, we do live in like a high risk area. Yeah. So it's, it's explained kind of as I, I explained it to you. Like you don't need to worry about it because if shit happens, we won't know about it. Okay is more or less same with like Yellowstone. Like as a kid, you remember learning about Yellowstone volcano for oh, the first dude. time. I still it's think about it all the time. That is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well here it gets squashed in the ground because we're going to die within 12 hours. So like you don't have any fear of the super volcano. No, I have more fear when I'm on vacation places about like, Oh, what if the Yellowstone volcano erupts now? Like I'm fucked. Oh yeah. I have, I have way more. I would have way more fear living in the South of that that I okay. would live in the fear. Really? Yeah. Because you don't want to like suffer. Exactly. Yeah. It's kind of okay. like a bomb technician, like a bomb technician never has to clean up after the mess. Right. Right. True. If he gets it wrong, he doesn't have to clean up after himself. Yeah. See, dude, if somebody like actually has that mentality that ice in their veins, bro, I would be like, <laughs> <laughs> throwing up on the ball. <laughs> like, yeah. It's either your job or it's not. Yeah. It's true. Um, Yellowstone is like a big old Dodge commercial. It it really is. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I, of the show right outside of Bozeman, so the north part of Yellowstone. I took the most glorious pee of my life off this dude's front porch. I mean, it was like it was like nipping out. It was like ten degrees, nice like winter day. It just snowed like good four inches. I'm hanging out of this dude's cabin in the middle of nowhere, and I step out on his front porch and take a pee, and there's just mountains in front of me, like deer running across this field. Oh, it was, it was amazing. It was the most, tranquil, the most tranquil moment I will ever have in my entire life. Dude, and you're going to piss. Yeah, it was. Oh, I bet that was the best pee of your life. It, to this day, I think about that. I bet. Like once a month, probably. You were entirely one with nature for Just, that moment. Yeah, like I always stand at the urinal at work and like close my eyes. Like it takes you back. Yeah. You hear the birds, especially <laughs> in the summer, like the ACs blowing on my back. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, it triggers it for you. It's like yeah. 
Yeah, when old people get older, they crack their backs after the '60s, and they like they have their short little like <laughs> their uh, LSD trip that's been yeah. in the spinal tap. <laughs> that's you. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, just with pee. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, if you ever want to take a glorious pee, I'll take you up to Bozeman. All right, but you said it'd be expensive. Uh, no, we won't stay. We'll just drive. Okay. Yeah, it's like eight hours. Just hoof it up there. How long does it take for me for you to get to Yellowstone from where you're at? Uh, about six hours, maybe, to the south edge of Yellowstone. About probably eight or nine to the north end of it. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, where probably you, not even six. Probably even less than that. Where do you, where did you vacation at growing up? Like, what is like the vacation destination for you all? Uh, Denver was really. The spot. Yep, Denver's it. Okay. Without, that's the closest place you can go driving in a day. You know, you can't, we don't really fly anywhere. What yep. do you do in Denver? What is, what's like the attraction? What do you do in Charlotte? You just go get something to eat and hang out a little bit. Okay. Atlanta, so that's kind of like, you it's not a place. Yeah. You just get a hotel room, just hang out in a big city for a night. That's about it. Okay. It's nothing different. What about like when you were growing up? Is that what you did? Yeah, like so we didn't have a lot of money, so we yeah. didn't we didn't go on vacations. Like we didn't go to NASCAR races, we didn't go to football games, we didn't do anything. So like our vacation was when the rodeo came to town. We got to go to the carnival for a day. I feel you. No, Charles, I I understand a million yeah. percent. So um, <laughs> that was we, our vacation every year. If we when when we uh did stuff like every now and then during the struggle, shout out that recession one time. Mm-hmm. Um, we would do uh like Pigeon Forge, right? Like the Gatlinburg area. Yeah. Um, it's a forty-five minute drive, and it is like the tourism capital of the Eastern Seaboard. Uh, so we kind of lucked out with our location there. Um, but I didn't know if like going to the beach was something that was like normal for people from Wyoming. Uh, uh so I would say that Vegas is probably the number one vacation spot. Like as far as talking to people, where they go. Vegas is it, just because we're like two-hour flight from Vegas. Okay. Um, uh, I imagine that a lot of people from Wyoming would, like, drive up to Montana and, like, camp, right? Like, I feel like that would be, like, a vacation. No, so we really go – there's mountains, like, 40 minutes from us, so a lot of people just go right up there. Okay. Um, I mean, sometimes, you know, people would go up to, to Glendo or – um you know, outside Sheridan, maybe in camp, but right. it, it's not that often. But just so. like, the, obviously the further East you go, like the more populated it is right. and like, you know, the more dense it is. So I didn't know if you guys like seeked out like populated areas. Um, uh, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much it. Like if we go, if you talk to anyone from Cheyenne, they're going on vacation, they're going to a city. They're not going to this cabin out in the woods or anything. They're going to go to Miami, LA, Vegas. Gotcha. You all want to party. Yeah, we, we are yearning for parties down here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, like I feel many... like a Wyoming party would be way more lit than anything that happens in a city. So shit gets rowdy out here. Um, I don't say I wouldn't say it would get as rowdy as like the South does, because like I've seen some southern parties and they get fucking nuts. But like y'all also don't have forests that will ignite via one ember that strays off yeah we're usually like pretty moist 
So um, like that, just the uh, the fire danger kills out a lot of our partying. Yeah, um, that's fair. It's good that, yeah. that hopefully most people are that responsible. Yeah, we, we all try to keep an eye on it. Make sure we don't burn the fucking prairie down. Yeah. <laughs> no um, good ever comes from evacuating <laughs> to cities. No. I so can't we imagine. Almost, we almost had to get evacuated a couple years ago. Really? Um, there was a fire, yeah, super close to like where our reservoir was, where we get our drinking water, and it was like uh-huh. kind of creeping over. Uh, the sun, you could stare at the sun because it was there was so much smoke in the air. It was just orange all the time. It was nuts. Like the inside of my warehouse was smoky. Um, when Pigeon Forge caught on fire, or Gatlinburg, I think that was like four years ago, now four or five years ago, um, somehow, and dude, we're like 90 plus miles away, uh, the smoke got all the way here from that, and it like, it, it was so hazy here. Yeah. Um, so I, I mean, like y'all don't have wildfires, like, I guess 90 miles is quite a ways, right? So we'll get smoke from fires from like Montana and California out here again, just because it's so wide open. Like we don't have trees to catch anything either. Right. Um, but like when Mount St. Helens erupted, we got ash here. Really? Mm-hmm. This far down. Yeah. And a lot of that's just because of the jet stream. Yeah. Yeah. It's the idea of living somewhere that's so like flat and open blows my mind. Like that is insane to me. Like your visibility is wild. Oh damn! He's talking about that gallon. Oh fall. yeah, dude, that was rough. Yes. That was like that was a bad time for our area. Yeah, living somewhere like here would blow your mind because it would blow constantly. Like it, it, <laughs> it sucks here, dude. Like I have never met a place where all of the locals together can chime in and say this place fucking sucks that is terrifying uh (laughs) the last comment oh yeah yeah so have you ever seen the ranch on netflix Mm -hmm. you ever seen you remember the fire when it busts through town it was like that so the ranch is essentially based off of um that's where cheyenne is from in colorado Mm -hmm. that's neat Mm mm-hmm that was a, it. Was a good show until the second season. Uh, you know the uh, the Killdozer dude, Marvin mm-hmm. Hemeyer. That was the next town over from where Cheyenne is from. Really? So, that, so yeah. So a lot of Cheyenne's family knows a lot of the family that was involved with that. And like we saw him out at the grocery store and shit. Where are you at on Killdozer? Uh, I think that guy was a fucking nut job. So I I was a hundred percent supportive of the dude until I started talking to people that were around him. Hmm. I uh, I don't know anybody uh, directly involved, but I share the same stance as you. Yeah, like I think he was just fucking crazy. Yeah, it blows my mind the uh, like the romantic romanticization of him. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird. There's a a documentary about him. I think it's on Netflix called Tread. Um, mm-hmm. it's either on Netflix or Paramount. I can't remember, but it, it goes really in depth and it kind of opens the doors of. Well, these guys tried to help Marvin out quite a bit, and he kind of turned him away. Well, there's a point in there where he said, you know, he was acting like he was talking to God, and he said, if God would catch me, um, you know, let me get caught and have someone come find my dozer that I'm building, like, I'll give it all up. 
And literally like a day or two later, someone knocks on his door wanting to search his fucking place and he turns him away. I was like, you motherfucker. Talking that talk. You just wanted to kill people. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't. Go ahead. ahead. No, you go. And he did want to kill people. Like, let's just. Dude, yeah. Like, if you didn't want to, you wouldn't have done it. Like, hey, then I'm having to do this, but. He shot up propane tank reservoirs in town. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, he crashed into buildings. Like, Like, he headed for a library that had kids in it. Don't don't want to run anybody over. Yeah, I don't get out of my way. It blows my mind that people are like, well, he didn't kill anyone. Yeah, because he sucked. Um, shout out the libertarian guys of uh, NASCAR, the NASCAR libertarian group guys. Like they're they're cool guys, love them to death. But one of my favorite because he is like he's a libertarian icon. Um, that uh, the Killdozer guy is. Yeah. Uh, every time I think of him, though, it always reminds me of this quote I saw of libertarians. And it was like, a libertarian is where somebody, like, stands before they know that people have feelings. Like, I used to be libertarian, but then I realized that people have feelings. Yeah. <laughs> um, And every time I think of Killdozer, it's just like that quote. I see that in my head. Damn, that's a good one. I don't yeah. have to remember that. <laughs> All right. Well, what time is it? I got seven o'clock on my end. It should be nine a.m. for you. I think this is a damn good episode. Nine a.m. I don't. Nine p.m. Sorry. <laughs> Already on work time. <laughs> yeah. It's a double four oh hundred. Yeah. Um. um I don't think quick. we get a lot of great content out of this, but I had fun. I, see, I feel like there was a lot of good content. Um, anyway, before we leave, I want your opinion. Haley Deegan going to Thor Sport. Uh, I'm neutral right now. We'll see how she does. So I had expectations for her going into this last year of like, yeah, she'll improve. She'll run better. She didn't. I don't know that the equipment was 100% to blame so much as she just kind of got bullied around too. Um. So we'll see. I don't have any expectations for. I fully expect her to run twentieth every week. You know, if I'm on my Haley Deegan apology tour right now. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm a Haley Deegan apologist through and through. I fully blame the equipment. Man, I do. Genuinely, Man. genuinely. So I don't think Haley is a bad driver. I think she gets really bullied in that series. Yeah, like she. If she could improve in her qualifying. And her team calls, um, yeah. I think that she would have more success. She just, dude, I couldn't imagine running in 25th place in the truck series. I couldn't, yeah. I feel like that's like eye racing in real life. And yeah, and I think Alex makes a good point. I'd rather see her and Raja just move straight up to the Bush series. Like, I think the truck series is becoming incredibly irrelevant. I'm hoping Craftsman coming back will like make it, like, get a little more focus on it. There's so many shitheads running in the truck series, though. And, like, that's what's yeah. that's what's hurting it. Yeah, it's not policed at all. It used to be my favorite series. Yeah, it used to be damn good. And Like, even last season, I thought it was really good. See, um, I thought last season was mid at best. I thought it was good. Because the shakeup of, like, John Hunter falling, like, you know, the, the tumble he took. Yeah. Um, Like, I thought it was a good season overall. 
this season, I've constantly been like annoyed. Like there wasn't a week where I was like, yeah, go trucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess not even like um, where there was a Knoxville week. Wasn't even that exciting to me. Yeah. Yep. And that the only race was on. like, yeah. Yeah. It was an extra race that we were getting blessed was, with. And it was, it was just something. Mid. Yeah. It was, something. it was a shit show. Yeah. Ah, man. Speaking of shit shows, what do you think the old Chicago race is going to be like? I think it's going to be fun. I think a lot of ah. people are going to hate it. I think a lot of traditionalists are going to absolutely hate and despise it. But I think that marketing wise, it's incredibly genius. I think it's going to get a lot of buzz around NASCAR as a whole. And I think the racing is going to be exciting just because it is going. And I hope that they do it in the broadcasts leading up to qualifying will be absolutely everything. If, yeah. if somebody qualifies 10th and beyond, they're not winning the race guaranteed. Yeah. Like There's it's going to be hard. No, no. And I mean, a street course is not made for that. Um, What? They took Indy out of iRacing? IndyCar is not renewing their contract with iRacing after the end of this year. That's very interesting. To um, move everything solely onto their new game that hasn't even come out yet. Doesn't even have a name. Yeah, that's bold because motorsports isn't even going to be around in like three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> that's bold. Like they're like teetering on bankruptcy right now. Like they just had to get like a two million dollar emergency investment to mm -hmm. stay listed on Wall Street. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we'll see. Yeah. But Roger Penske knows what he's doing, doesn't he? I mean, I can't argue against Roger Penske. Ah man, I can. I as a Blaney 19th, fan, I would imagine so. Nineteen sixties business practices do not work well this day and age. I don't know, bro. He, he owns Indy. And I took a massive shit earlier. We, <laughs> I, I cannot knock the captain's business practice. Yeah. I, <laughs> like, I, it's working, dude. He's loaded. Don't get me wrong. It's worked to this point. I IndyCar is not going in a good direction right now. See, I feel like IndyCar is coming up. I don't. Really? Man, man. I feel like it's on the come up. I, f I feel like of all the motorsports, it is the least on the come up. I even think that dirt late models have a have a bigger shot at becoming a massively national popular sport. In all fairness, that race was awful for like the last five years of its running. It, it would be incredible today. I think that this right. new car would be so much fun. But I understand why the Brickyard went away. What you looking for? Did you get everything? Yeah, I lost my shoe. I'm wearing my, <laughs> <laughs> my Bubba Wallace. Stars. Oh, I see. I thought you like just a Nike just rolled off your foot. <laughs> How the fuck do you lose It's like fully laced. Yeah. <laughs> it just slid off. Yeah. Um, I'm sticking with what I said. <laughs> we can debate this next week. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do it in person face to face. Yeah. <laughs> I'll write it down.
Do you have any last plugs here, Cody? Um, you can follow me on Twitter at the NAS Cody. Um, if you like my commentary, I do a show every Monday night with my friends Dalton, Cooper, Jacob, and Parv. Uh, we're called the Left Turn Colt. Um, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and that's it. Um, Discord. Discord, yes, yes, we do have a pretty lit Discord. Shout out everybody who keeps that thing going. There's always some random ass conversation going on in there. Always. Um, no, see, now we're gonna have to stay live until Alex goes away because I've always got to get the last word, and nah, he's got to get the last word too. I'll, I'll cut this stream. <laughs> You're like we're not doing it. I got shit I got to do, man. It's fucking cold. <laughs> Alex, I go hang a comforter yeah. over my doorway. Everybody can have an opinion, bro. And it's okay that yours is wrong in this situation. I still love you too. All right. We'll, we'll talk we'll talk about that one next week. Alex, keep lighting up the comments. Boost our engagement. Keep blowing them up. Do this on Facebook. Do you have anything to plug? Um, I mean, just Merry Christmas. That's about it. I don't really have anything super exciting. Um, you don't want people to follow you? No, not really. No, I'm okay. just kidding. Please follow at least the podcast. Come on. You're watching it at FanFuel MSM on Twitter, Facebook, uh, and YouTube as well. Um, you don't need to follow me. This little at right here at the bottom of the screen. Don't worry about that. I haven't follow been active. And, and troll it. Just, yeah, just troll the shit on me because I haven't been active on Twitter like constantly for like two months now since the season ended. That's smart. Yeah, I'm kind of people. NASCAR fans are a lot more feisty right now, so like yeah. you're missing out. <laughs> I learned so a couple off seasons ago is when I decided that I wanted to fight uh, Darian Black Flag. Yeah. So that was kind of when I started to disconnect from Twitter in the off season. Um, fun fact: He tweeted the other day uh, when he was leaving the Titans game that some. This is a direct quote. Uh, a ho- a homeless crackhead just tried to fight me. Damn. Well, I can vouch that I was not in Tennessee. Yeah. Um, as much as I would love to take credit for that, I think you could take him for what it's worth. I, I think I could. I've 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 met you both in person now. I think you have a size advantage. I, I have gotten my ass kicked enough to know when I'm going to get my ass kicked, and I don't think I'm going to get my ass kicked. So Can I ref it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Do you want me to be, like, fair? I already said, like, yeah. Turn? Yeah, oh, yeah, of course, yeah. I already said, like, I won't rattlesnake behind me, like, the fucking, my trainer just, He's like, rubbing coach. my shoulders. Yeah, yeah, like, slap me in the cheeks and shit. Who's holding your spit bucket? Oh, I don't know, fucking Junior, I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if he's still on here. <laughs> Alex is Alex the water boy. No, Alex is uh helping Cheyenne medic me. Okay. So he's like he, your he's handing her all the shit, yeah. Okay. He's got like he's got the Vaseline on his glove for her to like yeah. <laughs> wipe yeah. off. And, he, he's yeah. he's ready to go. He is the human medicate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's got a defib like strapped to his yeah. bag just in case. <laughs> yeah, he he strapped my gloves on for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yep, and then the whole time rattlesnakes just in my head, fucking. Yeah, pumping you up. He's like, "You pump. got it, man. You, you're beating him. You yeah. know, just follow through with the the jabs." While a little I'm bit getting more. my eyes sewn back together. <laughs> yeah. I got, I got, got it, like I got it. the cold bar is like up to your forehead. 
Uh, like, does he want to throw in the towel? And Rattlesnake's yeah, like, no, yeah, no. Around, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, I think it would, would be, be great. a great time. Yeah, do it for I'd, charity. I'd even be fine if it was like we just did like a hockey fight. Like we both went out on skates. I don't assume either of us can skate very well. So like fucking throw the mitts and whoever falls first done. We'll go three rounds. Three rounds of that? I'll go three rounds. How fast do you think I'm going to fall? Have you seen, have you ever heard of chess boxing? I have. Chess yeah. boxing is I watched it. I watched it last weekend. I watched a live stream of it. Dude, it was incredible. Maybe have that's you what you should do. The dodgeball jugglers? No. Yeah, so they have, they have two teams, and each team has a juggler, right, with pins. And the other team has thrown dodgeballs trying to knock the pins out of the air. And the guy's, like, your running while like juggling? Half, yeah, your team's, like, half throwing dodgeballs, half, like, trying to block for your juggler. <laughs> And he's just back here the whole time. Like, <laughs> it's it's pretty good too. Dodgeball juggling. Yep, check that one out. Oh, I will one million percent watch that right now. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. All right. Well, well, you just gave me motivation to leave. Yeah. Good. Good episode. Um, thanks, thanks for having for me on. Yeah. Thank you for coming on, Cody. Um, sounds like we're gonna do it again next week. Fingers crossed. Fingers. Hopefully, crossed. we can get some enthusiasm. Yeah. <laughs> get some Christmas spirit. In this yeah. <laughs> Um, thank you for all who are listening and chimed in. Um, we really appreciate you. This is a fun episode. Um, you guys have a Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Stay warm over these next few days. It is bitterly cold. Uh, let me check right now. We were at negative 11 last time. So it's negative 12. So we dropped another degree. No big deal. Not, not too bad. Yeah, real feels still floating around negative 38. So yeah, no big changes. Yeah. I, dude, if that doesn't help you stop smoking, nothing will. No, nothing will. Yeah, you are. You know what's even funnier? Is I already quit smoking once. Oh, my God. (laughs) Now your dumb ass is back out there again. Yep. So, all righty. Well, thank you all for watching. Thank you, Mama, for chiming in. Thank you, for Cody, for hopping on. We'll see you guys. Merry Christmas. (laughs) Bam, bam.